Welcome to the Feathered Desert, a podcast all about desert bird feeding in the southwestern region of the United States. Hello, welcome to the Feathered Desert. This is Cheryl and Kirsten is with me this morning and our topic for today is the egg. And the title of this podcast would be A Perfect Support System for Life. And did you know that there are nearly 10,000 different species of birds on Earth? And more than 700 of of these different bird species breed in North America. Each bird makes a nest and lays eggs that are individual to each species, sometimes to the individual bird. Eggs come in all shapes, sizes, and colors, with and without patterns on them. And Kirsten is going to give us, expound on that a little bit. So she's going to give us a little bit of more information. All right. So eggs are exceptionally interesting. They're not all just white or brown, like those chicken eggs that you get at the store. So we're going to talk a little bit about what makes the different types of eggs. So first of all, shape. The shape of a bird's egg will vary considerably across bird species with incubation, bird's posture, nesting sites, all being considerations on what affects the shape of the egg. Now, scientists, of course, have been studying this for years and they're like, why does a bird's egg look like a bird's egg? So, and they have discovered that the bird egg shape is a product of flight adaptation. This was beyond fascinating when I found out about this. So for example, birds that fly a lot lay more pointed eggs because of the shape of their streamlined body. Mm -hmm. And that's because, you know, you got to have room to get the egg out. And um, so it's very, very interesting. Yeah, you could go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, you could just really, really go down a very interesting rabbit hole with this. And of course, scientists are still researching, so we don't know what other things they'll come up with that affect the shape of an egg. But so far, definitely flat adaptation looks like it influences the shape of an egg. The most. Yes, the most. Uh, So the size of an egg, the size of the bird's egg is generally proportional to size of the adult bird. You cannot lay an egg bigger than yourself. (laughs) It's physically impossible to do that. So generally it will uh, be proportional to the size of the adult bird. The color of a bird's egg has to do with camouflage. And the color of eggs can... uh, go through practically almost the whole rainbow um, that we have out there. Um, Birds which nest in trees generally will have blue or greenish blue eggs, which helps them camouflage into the green leaves. While ground nesting birds are likely to lay dusky colored eggs with more speckling, which helps them blend in to the shadow and light that usually goes through bushes. My gosh, it's amazingly interesting. Eggs really are. Um, So birds that nest in large groups, colony nesters, such as our house sparrow here in the United States, um, each female may have a very different marking on their egg, making it easier for an individual female to actually recognize their own egg. Oh my gosh, they can control their speckles. It's so crazy. It's just, yes. If you didn't think birds were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This is so fascinating. All right, Cheryl, tell us a little bit about how they actually get the color on their eggs. Okay, so are you intrigued yet? Because how eggs get their color. 
Depending on the species, bird eggs can be any color, like Kirsten said, from plain white chicken to robin egg blue, which robin's eggs are blue with no speckles generally. As an egg moves down the female's oviduct, which is the tube that connects the ovary where the egg is to the outside world, the nest, it squeezes against glands that produce colored pigments that combine to form every color in the eggshell spectrum. So genetics determine what color the egg will be depending on the type of bird, generally speaking. If the egg is in motion, it will be streaked. In some species, like the above mentioned house sparrow, the female bird may have enough control to individualize her eggs. And again, if it's, if it's in motion when it's getting its spots, it's streaked. If it pauses during uh, when it when it hits those glands, it's speckled. And the, again, the female birds differentiating their eggs helps them to recognize um, their nests and makes it harder for those other birds that tend to mimic eggs, like the cowbird and the yellow-billed cuckoo here in Arizona. Who they copy which this is totally a whole nother podcast and um, information and how birds copy other birds eggs but that's what parasitic birds do so being more individualized is how they combat use, that yeah. yeah combat that and that is something that's becoming evolutionary mm. which okay you know this is only a 20 minute podcast so we didn't <laughs> have time for all of that but Kirsten's going to go into the advantages of birds laying an egg. Yes, that's one of the great questions about why exactly do birds lay eggs? Because mammals, we incubate our young inside of our body. But why, why do birds lay eggs? And uh, through the years, scientists have found various reasons why. One, birds are hotter than mammals. They have an internal temperature of 104 degrees Fahrenheit, which definitely varies per species. But at that temperature, 104 degrees Fahrenheit, no embryo can actually develop at such high heat. They wouldn't survive that. So therefore, we lay some eggs. And then I use my 104 degree temperature uh, body to sit on top of that egg and incubate it. And if I feel that it's getting too hot, I can step off for a moment, go get food, whatever I need to do, and let that cool even to... Um, um, the temperature outside, a day, daytime temperature, and that helps keep the embryo um, developing on time. Um, birds also wait to incubate their hatch of eggs until the ideal time. So typically when there's enough food available to feed the babies when they hatch. So they can wait. They don't have to have those eggs all at one time or goodness, I don't have enough food right now. I can wait a little time. So that is also another reason for laying eggs. Uh, bird fertilization is much different than with mammals. After mating, females can actually store the sperm for a few days up to a few months. And then the female can decide when she has collected enough food for herself and gives her body the ability to have successful ovulation, then she will do that. She will let the um, sperm and the egg fertilize each other and it will turn into essentially an egg and we'll get a nice big yolk on there which will eventually a be able to transform into that chick she starts uh laying eggs usually within a 24 hour period after that egg has been fertilized and then she's gonna have a full shelled egg in her nest
All right. And then Cheryl has some really fascinating egg facts that kind of blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you're not blown away yet, um, you will be. But I just want to mention that we're going to talk a lot about the female birds and baby birds needing calcium. And so um, Wild Birds Unlimited in Mesa and all Wild Birds Unlimited stores throughout um, at least Arizona and the Southwest carry um, products that have um, calcium added to them, especially our suets and our bark butter bits. And so that's a food that you can, that's one of the things that you can do to help um, female birds and your young birds, as we've mentioned in other podcasts, to um, be successful in their um, egg laying and um, hatch, hatching and the nestlings. So the three fascinating facts, and I had to cut this down to three because there's like a hundred or more. <laughs> so um, I tried to pick um, three that I just found um, the most interesting. So in order, number one, so in order for the embryo to breathe, Tiny, very tiny pores lead from the surface of the egg to the embryo's blood supply. However, this porousness in the egg comes with risks, such as bacterial infection from water. So to combat this, now I want you to visualize a chicken egg um, when I say this. So to combat this, the threat of the egg develops a microscopic protective layer as well as an all- Albumin? Albumin is albumin? the way I've always said it. Okay, Al as an albumin, which is a colorless second layer between the yolk and the eggshell. So we know it as the egg white. So when you open up a chicken egg, there's the shell. You can There's that fine, fine white um, film. And then there's the egg uh, white. And then there's the yolk. So hello, now you got names for all of that. <laughs> so number two is baby birds absorb calcium in they absorb calcium into their bones and they get this calcium from the shell, making the shell weaker as the baby bird gets bigger and stronger. The calcium is what creates the egg tooth that helps the baby bird break free of the shell when it's time. Also, as the baby, this is another note, as the baby bird gets bigger, how does the baby bird know when to hatch? Well, as it gets bigger, the oxygen is depleted. And when it can no longer breathe outside of the egg in desperation, it breaks up, it cracks a hole so it can breathe and it just continues that process. I'm like, oh my gosh, Mother Nature has thought of everything. It really is. This so, egg is quite amazing. Yes. Number three, which we've covered a little bit before, parasitic birds such as the bronze-headed cowbirds and the yellow-billed cuckoos, both of which visit our state, are having their forger skills tested by some birds who are producing more elaborate patterns on their own shells, like watermarks on money. Right. And it's happening with the yellow warbler um, in particular because the yellow-billed cuckoo mm. is the one who... Um, tends to visit that nest a lot and the yellow uh, billed warbler she'll she does speckles and she's very careful about where she places her speckles i don't know how she has that much control but um apparently um she does and with each generation it can be different that's just crazy i, I know and i was like oh my gosh 
So when the um, yellow-billed cuckoo comes and she lays her eggs, she tries to mimic that, which I don't know how she does that, but the female tries to do that. So when the yellow warbler comes back to visit the mom, she goes, huh. She doesn't really count. So if she had three eggs, she doesn't. what doesn't throw her is the fourth egg. What will throw her is if the fourth egg doesn't look like her other three. And if it doesn't look like her other three, she will destroy it. It's like that Sesame Street yeah. game that you used to play. Which yes. one of these does not look like the others? Yes, <laughs> yes. So um, that's what I'm, it's putting pressure on. Um, the yellow-billed cuckoo. The yellow-billed cuckoo, who is endangered anyway because of habitat and has such a small um, um, nesting cycle that now there's even more pressure on it to be even more creative because... Who can blame the yellow warbler for yeah, having to adapt exactly. um, to this um, parasite, parasitic bird? Yeah. So I anyway, I just think the the egg, Mother Nature hit it on the head with the egg as being the perfect uh, support system for life. Now um, I didn't do a plant spotlight because I wanted to mention a bird-worthy moment. So this is a bird in uh, Europe and it's called the gold crest it's the smallest bird in Europe so I imagine it's probably like the verdant mm -hmm. in size so a female gold crest's eggs weigh 18% of her body weight and if you could see a picture of her mm -hmm. and then look at her eggs and know that she weighs she w lays five to eight at a time and her tiny body can only cover a few of those eggs at any time while she's maintaining an incubation temperature of 98.6 degrees. And remember, she's probably she's in Europe, and Europe is colder than we are, well, generally speaking, okay? It's adjusting. Right. But in England and Britain, they're... they're cooler temperatures. Cooler so. temperatures. So what's her secret? How does she keep all those eggs warm? She hops around from one to the other? No. Her... This... See? I got you sitting on pens and needles, oh, don't yeah. you? Her secret is that the gold crust legs, she has hot legs. She has hot legs. She pumps extra blood into her legs to radiate extra heat. Wow. No other bird on the planet does this. Well, that is a very cool bird moment. Bird-worthy moment? Is that yes. what you called it? Bird-worthy yes. moment. I like it. So I thought it was worth the spotlight. That's very cool. Yes. And that's all we've got for today. Yep, that's it for our eggs. And we did want to throw a mention in there about the PBS show that we watched. We got yes. actually a lot of information from that. And that one is um, called The Egg, The World's Perfect... Nature's in Perfect Invention. Nature's Perfect Invention, and The da Egg. Nature's David Perfect um, Attenborough. Invention. David and Attenborough. Who doesn't love him? We all love. Yes, definitely check them out. It's a PBS Nature one. If you can, we will put a... Um, link to it on the show notes but if you have nature passport or whatever or pbs passport and you can go back and, and watch that one again or get it from the library i got yes. mine from the library yes. it is it's worth the 53 minutes i'm telling yes. you it's worth the 53 minutes if you loved this podcast you'll love that it gives you even more intense information all right well thanks guys and we'll see you next time